Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The reality is. No, I'm glad too, man. It's for minorities, but white people don't be scared. Asians, Hispanics, you want to come on the show, hit us up. I'll talk to anybody about everything. Just be- like, these niggas is out here fucking these girls and putting it on porn up. At 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday with a hard on, she gets up and she turns on the church and turns the thing on. And I was thinking, I thought I'm going to get some head or something to start the thing on. Niggas is straight out here raw dicking and choking my face. Uh, that was pretty good, man. It just kind of came you on. You gotta out. be squeamish when giving head. I mean, you got a dick in your mouth. Like, how much more gutter can you be? Big niggas, right? Like, like pussy's a big deal, niggas. Just yeah. period, point blank, just what it is. The reality is. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. I have. Well, no. I, oh, I never wanted to cheat on anybody. Shit happens, right? I never did. <laughs> so, if we have a little bit more, you know, people who have a little bit more, then put you know, a little bit of time for people who have a little yeah. We get you out of the situation, and one day, you know, regardless of what the government does, we will have systems in place to take care of ourselves. Yeah, now listen to the reality is. The reality is. I've got a story. Hey, I tell you, man. So what a word, this is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filter becomes extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. Before we even start the podcast off, man, I got the homie Frank Minicun in the building again. This is like your sixth time probably being on the podcast. Something like that. Uh... I wanted to give out or say shout out and prayers go out to Houston and Florida. Um, I know everything that's going on with Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma and shit like that. But the craziest part about it is when it hit for me, the first thing I thought about was it's crazy that it came during the time of this, like the racial climate in America. Right. So it's like we fighting each other, protests going on, people dying, Ku Klux Klan is showing its face. Donald Trump has made these motherfuckers feel inferior again. Or superior, superior, superior right. again, and they're coming in the street, you know, coming out into the streets and mm-hmm. shit just popping out. But when it happened, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, you know, all of this racism that's happening on a broad scale, and then Houston and Florida happened to where it's like blacks, Hispanics, Asian, whatever your race is, right. you have to depend on each other yeah. to get out of this situation because you can't get out of it on your own, and you can't look to, you know, some of these other organizations. That's what's tripping me out is really seeing some of the information about. You know what the Red Cross is doing with yeah. the money, and with all these organizations yeah. that really like with these, you know, these individuals that that are affiliated with the Red Cross, the kind of money that they make and yeah. stuff like that, and and hearing about how FEMA is, like even during Hurricane Katrina, like some of the FEMA people who are the people who got FEMA checks, they asked for that money back. Yeah, and, 
You know, I'm like, what? What? Tithe? And it kind of reminded yeah. me of what you was talking about on the podcast with the ties. It's like you tithe, and then when when you need something, they talking about, yeah, we'll give it to you, but you got to pay it. You back. You got to pay it back. You know, and like, it doesn't make sense because I know a lot of people were talking about like the whole Red Cross thing. They were saying don't donate to the Red Cross because we don't know what they're doing with that money. Mm-hmm. A lot of these, you know, relief places or relief agencies, they are nonprofit. So it's like, who's paying that bill? Right. A lot of times their salaries are based off their contributions exactly. or people's contribution to those individual agencies. So it's crazy, you know, where you got to figure out, do I send money to a place where they're supposed to get help? And some people are probably saying, well, why wouldn't we send it? Mm-hmm. They're the ones needing help. If you didn't just hear what I said, it's a nonprofit, their salaries come from that. Salaries. So if $45 million go to Red Cross, let's just say they may only use 20 of that shit mm-hmm. so they can get bonuses and use it how they see fit to keep the program going forward. Not saying that they don't need money to help those programs go forward, mm-hmm. but when 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 you see all the money, <clears throat> excuse me, the money and the millions of dollars that are being donated to Houston and to know that they will not get all of that money. That's, that hurts, you know, because, you know, you feel like, especially for us, like I'm riding over here and I'm, I'm really feeling good about the day, the sun is shining, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I'm thinking about these people that have been affected by this hurricane and I'm thinking about what can I do from a standpoint of, okay, I'm here and life yeah. is good. Yeah. How can I assist in whatever way? Then you think, okay, first thing you think about is, okay, I'm going to donate to the Red Cross. I'm going to send a little text message and send $5 or $10 or whatever yeah. amount of money you want to send. But then that doubt creeps in. Yeah. You know, is this is this whatever I'm trying to donate really going to get to these people? Is it going to help them? So it's kind of like what you were saying about us having to depend on each other. Now I'm like, you know what? I know my man is, is, is filling up a truck and they're about to drive down there. I know my people over here is doing the same thing. I'm going to go and donate specifically to those individuals, whether that's clothes or, you know, or, you know, water or diapers. Yeah. I'm going to give to them because I know when they take that truck down there, it's going to get to them. But you know what's so crazy about that? If you want to think about it from the other perspective of there are also going to be people who are creating fake numbers and mm-hmm. fake bank accounts and people who are going to be not in need. But they're going to get the hustle, just like panhandlers. How you were talking about me and you talked before where you were like, you don't mind giving a homeless person money. Right. But you don't know if this person is really homeless. So you literally got to go off your gut instinct you or your energy that you feel from them when right. you're giving them something. So it's like as much money as it's going down there and as much as people are packing stuff up to take down there, you're going to have people down there that are going to be scavengers hunting to take shit that they really don't need. But they see it as a come up and they can resell that shit. No doubt. And, and you know, at the end of the day, and it, it kind of goes back to the church thing, you know, if I give money to the church... You know, I just need to be giving it in good faith. This wasn't my heart to give. I can't be so overly concerned with what the pastor's doing with the money. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if we have a, a God and a creator, yeah. he's going to know my heart. Like, hey, listen, I gave because I felt it on my heart to give. Yeah. I can't go around and, and research what this man is doing with that money because yeah. that's something that he's going to have to answer for. Yeah, that's you true. Know? And these organizations, to me, it's the same way. Well, um, hopefully Houston and Florida, man, <coughs> excuse me, the people out there, hopefully you guys get the relief you need. Prayers go up. Sometimes it just sucks because when I think about stuff like this, I'm like, what are prayers really doing? Mm-hmm. Not saying that prayers don't work. I know prayer changes things if you yeah. believe in that type of thing. You gotta believe. But for me, it's just like I hate seeing those people go through it. And it takes me back to before I moved here, I think it was in 2000 or 2001 when I was in Texarkana. They had an ice, we had a snowstorm down there. Mm-hmm which is crazy. But we had a snowstorm. Everything was out for like two weeks. Like mm. the, the meat that we had in the refrigerator, we had to put it in like this, uh, a chest, like an ice chest. Yeah. And we had it set in and set it in the garage. But the thing about the garage, you know, it wasn't electric. We didn't have any electricity. So mm. you couldn't just raise it up and put it down. So I remember going out, raising up the garage, walking out into the front yard, walking back in forgetting 
to shut the garage door back. Mm-hmm. I was in the house maybe five minutes before I came back out and came back out to the fucking totes. And these dogs must be smart, but they had opened up the fucking ice chest and ate all the fucking food. Leave, they had to eat, man. And I was like, God damn. And my mom was so mad at me, but I was like, like it was like, what are we gonna eat? Stores mm-hmm. or clothes? You know, right. that was the last of what we had. Yeah. And it was just like I fucked up and left it open. But so it's like that was so small to go mm-hmm. two weeks, but these people are gonna be without electricity for months, for weeks. Some of these places are displaced. People are displaced and they're moving to different areas and different parts of the city and different right. states and you know living different with relatives states, yeah. and got to get stipends to get into these hotels mm-hmm. and got to. I mean, just imagine you got your wife and your kids. Mm-hmm. And you're Bruh. displacing. You gotta get a. You gotta stipend, but they still gotta verify all this shit. Mm-hmm. You just want to go lay down, right? I you want, just want to relax. Them to lay down. Yeah, I could deal with it. But exactly. I want them to you lay want down. you to be, and it's like these people are having to be carded, and it's it's just a shitty situation, man. And it just made me be like, you know what? Shout out to Houston, man. Shout out to to Florida, and mm-hmm. shout out to the people who want to help them and are genuinely, genuinely intentionally trying to help these people driving down there. I've seen mm-hmm. people drive down there, you know, letting people stay with them, so right. on and so forth, man. So shout out to the good Samaritans, man, mm-hmm. that are still doing good things. I also want to give a shout out to the 2017 Black NFL quarterbacks, man. All right, all they right. say black quarterbacks can't be weren't smart enough years ago to be, you know, uh, quarterbacks and lead teams. But I want to give a shout out to Deshaun Watson of Houston. I don't know why the fuck they had Tom Savage in in the first half. <laughs> He didn't score a goddamn thing. Not a point. Should have had him in from the jump. Tyrod Taylor in Buffalo. Deshaun Kaiser, the Notre Dame alumni out in Cleveland. Dak Prescott. What's Dak? Uh, you know, of Dak course. Dak the future. You know what I'm saying? That's in <laughs> Dallas. Cam Newton in Carolina. Russell Wilson in Seattle. And James Winston in Tampa Bay, man. Yeah. Salute to all y'all, man. Hopefully you niggas ball hard. Oh, yeah. And yes, I said niggas. <laughs> but I hope they ball hard because, you know, everybody's against them. It's crazy because a lot of times with sports, even a race plays a role in that. I was talking no about question. the Mayweather fight. We were off, you know, not recording. But when the Mayweather and um, McGregor fight happened, that shit was bigger than just that fight. It was a black and white fight. Bro. Of course, I'm it not was. even a Mayweather fan, but I was like, I gotta go with Mayweather because everybody with. wanted him to lose to McGregor, and mm-hmm. it's like not being racist, but I roll with him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Just like people was rolling with McGregor, but when McGregor mm-hmm. lost, bro, if you went to Twitter. It was like if you hashtag May, Mayweather, they uh-huh. was calling him every. They was using the word nigga in a way, and in ways that I didn't even know the word could be used, bro. It was like nigga. They was doing the ER. Yeah, the ER with, with it. it. Yeah. yeah. You know the thing is too about that is, <clears throat> it, it was interesting to me. Like I saw Tariq Nasheed. He was in. He was in uh, Las Vegas, yeah. and he had a. He had a. He had the American. Like I think he had American flag jacket yeah. actually, and I was like, what this dude do? Because you know he's all about that hidden colors yeah. and everything else in Africa. So um, he had a video and he was walking through. He was walking through one of the hotels and he was like, "I'm rooting for the American. I'm rooting for the American." It's interesting how if, if Floyd Mayweather was a white guy fl- fighting an Irishman, we would all be patriots. We would all be on that American stuff. But since it's a brother, now we just you know we we now nah, we going with McGregor because we don't like we don't like Mayweather. Like Mayweather. Without saying, you know for a fact that it is you didn't root for that man as an American yeah. because he's black. Period. Period. Since we own black people and congratulating people and giving shout outs, I want to give a shout out to Sloane Stevens on her first Grand Slam title, beating Madison Keys. She beat Venus uh, Williams. I was about to say Venus Serena Williams. I apologize, <laughs> Venus. Serena. But it's like Venus ain't shit without Serena, it almost mm-hmm. seems like. Mm-hmm. And it's like you hear Williams' name and you think Serena. The sister. But got to give a sisters. shout out to Venus, too, for even making it, man, to the, uh, to the semifinals. But back to Sloane Stevens, she beat. Madison Keys, Venus Williams in the semifinals and the finals leading her to victory. And she was the fourth lowest ranked woman to ever win a Grand Slam title, bro. She was ranked like 1,000 last year. (laughs) Just got to get in the game. She ain't even ranked in the top 50 right now. And she won the whole thing. And she won the whole fucking thing. That's a dope name, too, Sloan. 
Yeah, I love it. Sloan Stevens, fuck girl. Hey, real quick, man, let me go back to the black quarterbacks. All case. right, what and we I, got? I know we ain't really um, had quarter, uh, Kaepernick on the, yeah. the subject, but this is the thing about black quarterbacks to me. It's it, to me, it's unfair. Like shout outs to the brothers that's out there starting, but this is where it's unfair in my opinion. You don't know one black quarterback that is in a backup role. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like you got to be a superstar or you ain't going to be on the team. The only one who even had a backup role for so many years was Charlie Batch Charlie in Batch uh, with the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. And, I mean, he is black, but he's he was half something. He yeah. was a biracial black person. Right, and, and uh, I, I remember, like, Jason Campbell was also on a couple of rosters for a Wasn't long time. Long. But I'm saying, this is the thing. You And I'm not, and listen, I'm just saying, I'm just calling what it is. We're having a conversation. Let's talk about it. Yeah. You got uh, plenty of non-black quarterbacks, mostly white boys. Yeah. They getting a nice little salary to be a backup. Fitzpatrick. Why can't your brothers get that? Fitzpatrick you know is I mean? garbage, yeah. but he went to Harvard. Mm, yeah, he he's went to Harvard. smart. It's a good look. But his athleticism is shit. Yeah, and they still try to get him a starting job whenever they can. He's just a big, He to you me, know? he just look like a big head fucking lumberjack. Yeah, and he got a nice beard. You know what I'm That's saying? It. Like, he's a lumberjack. That's it. A, a smart lumberjack. A smart lumberjack. But, so it's a good look. But yeah. I'm saying, like, you got all these brothers out there. You know, even, you can, you can include uh, Colin, Colin Kaepernick in that conversation. But what I'm saying is that, you got these people on these rosters who don't have the talent that he has or to the talent that some of these other black quarterbacks have, but they still won't put them on a roster and on the salary books because they're not the, you know, the, like a Michael Vick or, yeah. you know, you're really excited. You got to be a star or you ain't going to be yeah. on my team. That's true. Come on, man. And the funny thing about it is, speaking about Kaepernick, too, when are black people going to learn to not speak about black folks' business in public? <sighs> Keep like the, the shady, Ma- shady McCoy. Like, don't speak out against Kaepernick. No, man. don't do it. Fucking uh, who? Fucking Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis speaking out. Who? What? What's the other motherfucker? Jason Whitlock. Like Even, you but Michael niggas Vick said he need to cut his hair. Yeah, these Come niggas. On, ain't, you don't talk about family That's business family in business, fucking man. public. And every black house. person knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. If it's a white person or somebody else, Hispanic, whatever, listening, you probably have your codes and stuff like that too. Yes. But this is one. You don't fucking talk about family business outside of the household. Listen. You could have, I mean, and nobody's telling you, nobody's trying to censor you and saying you can't have this opinion, but exactly. understand the bigger picture. Understand. You know what I mean? When you're having barbershop talking, we talking to one of the homies, we can say exactly what's on our mind, but you got to understand what, because if when, when white people see that, yeah. oh, he said he needs to cut his head. See, even Michael Vick, yeah. he sees our point about how this guy's acting and all that. They're just going to try to, uh, you know, you're going to like basically pledge allegiance to their cause, yeah. Yeah. even if you're not trying to do that. Robert Latow, uh, BSO. Uh, Black Sports Online And he also has a podcast I think it's called um, The Drip Drop Hour Mm -hmm. And shout out to my homeboy Joby A white guy Who put me up on this black podcast Joby And he was like um, He he was doing a little interview And he was talking And he was like The thing that black people Have to understand Especially like the Michael Vicks and and, And I'm paraphrasing And the Ray Lewis's Is that When you are talking down About your brother do you your not brother. understand your brother? Do you not see other white people? They ain't putting a white man on TV to say those things. You. They're finding the right type of Amorosa type nigga that they can <laughs> feed that bullshit. A Stacy Dash ass type oh, motherfucker God, that they can it. put out here and say, you know what? We're going to pay you this amount of money or we're going to give you this kind of notoriety if you step out there and you say these things. Yeah. Not saying that's how the story goes, but it's like you can't be as smart as some of these black people are. And don't see the bigger picture of what they got you or allowing you to speak for. Understand this though, like, and I, and I don't know, I'm, I'm a Rosa, and uh, you know, somebody called her a nigger wrangler the other day for Trump, but um, I think it was DL Hughley. But but the thing is, you know, Sage like, Steele last month, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but 
one of one of the things that that we got to understand is that some of them do know exactly what they're doing, yeah, and, they, and do. they they go into that room and they sign that contract knowing that hey, I need you to say these things about this person to discredit them, and this is the salary we're gonna pay you to do it. We're gonna put you on TV, mm. we're gonna put you on the radio, and every time we put that camera in your face, yeah. I need you saying these things that are gonna disparage this mm-hmm. individual's character. How dangerous? How dangerous are you if you cannot be bought? Oh, very dangerous. If you cannot be bought, if you cannot be bought, oh, like tri- like I said it a while back, Tristan Walker, the owner of Bevel, mm-hmm. Gillette wanted to buy the Bevel brand. It's for black people, but other people can use it too. Mm-hmm. They wanted to buy it from from uh, from him for five hundred million dollars. Five million. He turned that shit down because he wanted to stay the head and the creative cunt, you know, mm-hmm. creator of this brand. Yeah. Because how can I create something that's for minorities? And allow a white person to run this shit. Great question. With these motherfuckers, white people are still asking us how we do our hair today. Mm-hmm. How the hell are you gonna run our brand? How are you gonna do that? You gonna give it to them? Mm-hmm. Take the five hundred million. They gonna take it. Then they gonna go hire another black person uh-huh. to do it. That'll never get the credit, and they'll get the credit for running a successful, used to be black owned business. Exactly. And and you know that's why when I think about somebody like Levar Ball. Um, you know, I have to, I gotta, I gotta show respect to the man because that is the exact reason why he's not, you know, selling out. You know what I mean? He wants to have the creative control. He wants to own his brand. He wants to have something that's going to establish a legacy for his kids. He's got the kids. We already know yep. they're going to be able to do it. One of them. I mean, come there. on, man. Look at, look at your boy. And Alonzo. he married to a white woman. You know? Come on, man. What's the big deal with that, man? This ain't even on the topic. <laughs> we, we haven't even jumped into any other topics oh, that we have on here. What is the issue? Just had this conversation the other day. I was trying to explain it to one of my white homegirls. We were having a conversation uh-huh. of why is it that when you're pro-black as a black man or you are that Afrocentric type black man, but you end up with a white woman or uh-huh. Hispanic or whatever that's not black, that you somehow lose credibility on what you say and what you do and just maybe even your position in society. You know what, man? I was listening to, uh, I think, a Roland Martin show and uh, Dr. Umar was on there and he made a point. That um, that being with a black woman is a political statement. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, it and is. So, so I can understand that because from his standpoint, what he was saying was, is that when you have a black woman, you're in a prominent position. You have a black woman, you're making a political statement, and and uh, if you're in a situation where you're you're trying to further your race, like at some point it may come in conflict because of the person that you are laying down with. Yeah. I don't 100% agree with that, but I can totally see it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, you know, I could just totally see it because we always need the support from our women. And, and you know, it don't, it do, I totally don't agree with this, but it almost goes back to, you know, when they say white women or black men date white women or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, when you're a black man, you date a white woman, you're disrespecting your mother because you're saying your mother wasn't good enough. That has nothing to do no, with it. I'm not trying to lay down on my mother. Yeah. You know I, yeah. I hate when people do that kind <laughs> of shit too. I can't yeah. stand that. No. But, but I can see the, the, the connection that they're trying to make with if you are for black people, then the one thing that you can do that is going to further the black race is to marry and reproduce with a black woman because yeah. that you know that extends and creates more and and and, and furthers the race. And that's what I, I was explaining. And that's what I was explaining to my white homegirl because she was like, "What? Is, why is it such a big deal?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "We are probably I don't I don't know you know statistics. I didn't fact check anything, but I know we're not in the top three uh, population wise." Oh no. So no, when I think about it like that, I'm like, okay, black people are very accepting of other races. Yes. You know, we cool with Hispanics. We cool with white mm-hmm. people. We cool with other black people, other black cultures. We're cool with everybody. Right. Even though most of those other races don't like us. No. 
we are so st- we're still so willing to accept them mm-hmm. it's our nature even with them not accepting us mm-hmm. and that's what's fucking it up because we we are black men and black women we're dating outside of our races i don't care if people do that personally i don't i don't really give a shit if you right. find love in another race do what you do right, but love. we're doing it so much because we're so accepting and other races are staying like hispanics preach stay together yes whites preach stay together mm-hmm. every other race preaches stay together and you know build something and continue to create a brand, if you will, of white or of white or you know Hispanic yeah. or whatever people, and we're not, and we're con- consistently diluting ourselves to where it's like there's no, I mean, it's no purebred anything. Not a beige motherfucker. Not not you know what I'm saying, and it, it, that's it. I mean, it's just a Drake and mm-hmm. J-, J Cole and Barack Obama. Yeah. Like you, you, we're just creating that. And like I said, I don't have a problem with it, but for the more radical black people who are like, no, be more like David Banner said, be more racist, meaning mm-hmm. pour back into your own communities, right. marry your own kind, you know, to save our kind. Right. I get why they're saying that. I totally, and that's because what I'm saying. we are, I mean, we are fading away, bro. Yeah, I, I totally understand that concept. And, and again, you know, when you, I mean, it's, and, it, and it goes back to just historically, um, you know, you go back to the kings and queens days and all that. Yeah. You know, folks didn't marry for love. You know no, what I'm saying? That was like probably eighth on the list. You not know what I'm all. saying? Yeah. Like you end up falling in love because we've been together now we got five kids. But we married for families, houses come together, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And to, to build dynasties and to, to have this thing build a legacy. Yeah. Um that's and, what it's and, all about. And somewhere that got twisted, man. Somewhere that got twisted and, and marriage became about love. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here and I'm like, <laughs> man, we did, we so fucking mellowed out. You know, having a few cigars. Yeah, right. You know what I'm Enjoying saying? Smoking life, a little man. bit, just kind of chilling. And I'm like, got the, got the patio door open, just, yeah. you know, letting the breeze come through, man. Freedom, I appreciate man. you for coming through. Yeah, that's what it is. So we're going to jump into one of your topics, man. I know you wanted to talk to me about the art of being an individual. Yes. And when you, before I let you explain that, I was like, let me go look up something online and just see what I can find when I look up and just typed in Google the art of individuality. Mm-hmm. It, said, no, it says no one can possibly achieve any real and lasting success or get rich in a business by being a conformist. No doubt. You can't be like everybody else and go with what everybody else says you should do and have any kind of success. You'll always be a worker. Exactly. You'll always be a worker. The next thing I found is said to be original, imaginative, resourceful, and entirely self-reliant is what it is to be an entrepreneur. I like that. The last one I said that I uh, picked up, the last bullet point, it said the nonconformist, the leader, and the originator has an excellent chance to make his fortune in the business world. There's, there's no doubt because guess what? There's only one Anthony. There's only one Anthony Roberts. Yep. There's only one Artesia Swindle. Yep. That's a dope name, by the way, Swindle. Uh, and then there's only <laughs> one Frank Minicon. There's only one Henny Face God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the thing is, like, how can I try to be like Anthony Roberts yeah. and, and be successful? Yeah. Because I'm not being me. I'm gonna wake up one day and forget about everything that I'm trying to do, and all I'm gonna have left is me. Yeah. So why not just build that brand? Yeah. You know, because nobody else can build it like I can. Yeah. I'm the only. One of me. Yeah. I'm one of one, baby. And that's what I try to tell people, man. When people be talking to me, they was like, you always giving out the game when it comes to podcasting. You know, you tell people Check how to get it. started, so on and so forth. And they were like, you're creating your own competition. And mm-hmm. I was like, it ain't competition to me. Dude, Because I still what... don't feel like these people are going to outwork me. I've no. seen, I'm going to tell you what I've seen in listening to even local podcasts. I've seen local podcasts who are only doing like a podcast a week or a podcast every two weeks. And when I started grinding, pushing them hoes out like that, other people started doing it. Bam. You know what? Follow that hard man. work. Follow that leadership. 
I don't care because what you say on your podcast and what I say on mine is totally two mm-hmm. different things and my delivery is different. Yeah. And I don't know if there's too many people that could be as brutally honest as me. This is the thing, man. You look at the let's take the, the sky for itself. Nobody can be Anthony Roberts. AR, that's my shit now. You're in the AR. But you know, look at the sky, man. We got we got birds. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot them up. We got birds. We got mosquitoes. Yeah. We got flies, eagles. Yep. We got everything flying in the same sky. You yeah. don't you don't have to be. I don't gotta be a mosquito if I'm a bird. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I could fly too. Yeah. You know. And the thing about what you're doing is, see, that's what leaders do. Leaders ain't worried about who's coming behind. You nope. really trying to make more people comfortable. Exactly. Behind. You know, you're trying to lead with them. You're not trying to be ahead of them. Yeah. It just so happens that you are ahead of them, and they name you the leader. Yeah. He's the guy I'm chasing. That motivates other people. If they did, like, a local Hollywood story, like you know, like, a, let's just say a Dallas socialite story. Mm-hmm. What, what's that shit I'm talking about? You know what I'm trying to say. Those e-Hollywood stories yeah, when they yeah, bring people back. What, what's the, what is it on TV one? What's the name of it? The black one. Unsung or something? Unsung. <laughs> Jesus. So if they did, like, an unsung on me, I would want other people I would want to be that dude That everybody be like Man I didn't even know about podcasts Until I started talking to mm-hmm. Anthony Or I didn't know What I wanted to do with my life Until I talked to Anthony until And you know what I took a chance at doing a podcast And I called this guy And this guy really helped me out And he was mentoring me And he didn't even know That's the nigga I want to be yeah. I don't want to be you the nigga That, that people man. say he was a thief Or he stole from people nah. And he did I want people to be able to say This guy gave this information willingly And he helped me Every time he could because that's, that's what I want to be. Yeah. That's why when I tell these people this shit, man, I'm helping mentor this guy who wants to be a photographer. And I was like, you know, my business slowed down because, people, you know, niggas don't want to pay the prices. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let me teach this other guy. You know, I gave him the game, sold him a lot of equipment, equipment for, for cheap. And then you put for, him on. And another guy, I gave all the other shit away. And I built a barter system with them saying, hey, I'm helping you help me, so let's help each other. Help you help me listen, and that's that's what we need to do. That's the if we think about it, if we all had that mindset, you know what I'm saying? Like my yeah. whole thing is, I go I go by a lot of different sayings, yeah. and one of them is, each one teach one. Yeah. If we all had that mindset, each one teach one. Yeah. I you learn, from, I mean, I learn from you, and guess what? Somebody else gonna learn from me, and then somebody gonna learn from them. And when you have an opportunity to break that tree down and yeah. see how much influence you have, yeah, and, you know, influence translates to power. But I like to use influence better. But how much influence you have and, and how much that you've helped create this podcast community, even yeah. in just the Dallas area. True. You know what I mean? You got to get credit for that, man. And I, You know, I, I don't know if I will get credit for that, but it's one of those things like I know the numbers and I know the backstory like story for a lot of these podcasts. Mm-hmm. And for some of them, not all of them, but I know for sure for a few of them, I'm in the mix of why they started. Yeah. And it's not to be funny. It's very it's humbling to see, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I've been in situations where people have like stole from me, told other people they got it from me, but never talked to me about it, <laughs> which mean it didn't bother me. It just bothered me because I was like, I see this person is doing and moving the exact same way that I move. Mm-hmm. And then other people come to me and be like, hey, man, he big up to you. He said he said he's following you. But, he but it's like, why not talk that. to me? Yeah, why not? You know why? I don't need no. I don't need you to ingratiate yourself with me or mm-hmm. be like all in my space. But it's like just talk. If you need more information, you ain't got to pick it from me. You can come ask me, right? And I will give it to you. And you, I'm saying, you telling other people about the influence that you had on them. Why not tell the person? Tell the person. Why man. not, man? Give me my roses, man. Come on, man. Why listen? I want to get here. Give me my flowers. People I want to get it all the time for real, man. So in Black Parenting, man, I was looking at an article online and it was talking about Keyshawn Johnson. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Keyshawn Johnson Jr. His son was a wide receiver for Nebraska. Yeah. So basically, 
it was a big story that Keyshawn Johnson took his school, his uh, son. He pulled him out of the University of Nebraska and off the football team because he underperformed in the spring practice game, mm-hmm. and he received a citation for having uh, possession of marijuana in oh. his dorm room. Okay. So Keyshawn, he was like, one. He said, one thing you will not do as my son is you will not embarrass Nebraska, you will not embarrass Mike Riley, which is a coach, and you will not embarrass the Johnson family. And I was like, that's how people need to be reprimanded for real. In front, not 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 knowing that your kid did something wrong, and you still want to back him as if my kid don't make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like when I was reading this, I was like, "Damn, this is dope." Then uh, let me see the other part. Then he went on to said, "He said, uh, he's like, if you mat- if you're mature enough and you're ready to resume football, that's in your academic goals. I'll let him go back to Nebraska." Right. And then they went on to ask him. They was like, "So what? What does your son think about that?" He was like, "What did he think about you pulling him out?" He was like, "He didn't think nothing. It's not his decision. Exactly. I pay for his schooling." Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's only here because of me and the University of Nebraska wants him to be here. When he gets his shit together, he can go back. Exactly. And that's how you got to treat motherfuckers. Like, no this doubt. whole, I feel like we, this whole country is pacified. We pacifying the shit out of each other. And nobody can say anything that other people don't agree with without it being wrong. It's, it's changed. The whole, the whole social system, even when it comes to parenting, has changed. You know, like, even... You know, shout-outs to my uh, Razorbacks, North Texas Razorbacks. My son plays on a team. And, now, granted, the coach has uh, made a statement, like, in the very beginning, hey, if your kids stop messing up the school, let me know, and this, that, and the other. And I started thinking to myself, now, granted, a lot of these boys that are playing, they, they, they're growing up with single mothers. Yeah. So I understand that. And, and he's been coaching for a long time, and he's yeah. dealt with a lot of single mothers. So I understand him saying that. But when he said that, the first thing I thought about was, well, if he messing up in school, I'm going to handle that. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, I'm going to handle that. And, and Keyshawn Johnson, like, the, what he said, I totally agree with it. Um, I probably would have put it in another uh, another order yeah. because the first thing you ain't going to do is mess up mine. That's what my dad used to tell me. You ain't going to mess up my name in these streets. I'm yeah. like, you know, what you talking about, man? I'm going to mess up your name. But then I start thinking about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, when they hear Minicon, they associated me with, with my dad. Yeah. So, you know, I got to make sure that I'm on, on my P's and Q's because I can't be, you know, dirty in the waters, as yeah. my pops used to say. <laughs> Don't be dirty on my name in them streets. No, that makes sense. Now, I want to switch to some, bro. I always got to touch a little bit on relationships. Oh, yeah. I always got to touch a little bit on dating. You know, people be acting like I'm a guru <laughs> in this shit. I'm like, I'm not a guru. I'm just telling the fucking truth. Right. But before we jump into dating, sex, and relationships, I was going to tell a real story, man. You know, I was, I think I've talked to you about this before, how when, you know, like say for instance, when you listen to like a Steve Harvey story, he'll tell you about how he used to be broke. Right. But nobody talks about being broke in the moment of being broke. Yes. So I was yes. talking to this guy um, and who's working with me on some marketing stuff for the podcast, and mm-hmm. I was sitting up talking to him, and we ended up FaceTiming, and um, he's like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "I was, I was like, I'm doing good today, man." He's like, "Yeah, it's been a rough day for me, man. You know, he's like me and my wife. You know, a lot of stuff been going on. Um, I think his like his vehicle messed up on him, and he was like, you know, he had to get his vehicle fixed, so he was stuck at you know his place, you know, at his house, you know, he couldn't go anywhere. No so he was like, man, I only got like a dollar and some change in in, in my account." And he was like, man, it's just rough. And I was like, I get it, bro. And, you know, he's like, man, you doing all right, though? And I was like, let me tell you something, bro. I was like, right now, you got a dollar. And you said, I said, how much you got in your account? He's like, I got a dollar and like 58 cents. I said, nigga, my account is negative $128.95. This was just last week. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm okay with telling this story is I make good money. Mm-hmm. I do live in a nice area. I have stocks. I have buns. I have a 401k. I could have dipped in any one of those to take out money, but I didn't. My girl offered money, but I didn't take it. When that happened, I said, you know what? I messed up somewhere 
because something came through that I forgot about right. and then the NSF fees kicked in. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm going to sit in this. I'm going to stew in this mistake and I'm going to learn from this. That's right. I'm going to eat beans and rice or whatever I got to eat until Friday. Bean stuff. Yeah, shout out to Bo Scott. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to eat this until Friday if I fucking got to when I get paid mm-hmm. and let it clear up everything or whatever, whatever, because I need to know that I've clearly somewhere in here, somewhere. I didn't do my finance in the way it should have been done mm-hmm. for the month. And this is why I'm here. I'm not going to take nothing out of savings. I'm not going to take nothing out of any. I'm going to sit right here right. because I'm this is, I need to own this shit. And I told him, I said, bro, it's okay. You're still above, you're, you're still in the green. Mm-hmm. I'm in the red right now. <laughs> I was like, but you know what? It's, has it ever, and I looked and I, you know, we was FaceTiming and I said, have you ever been in a worse situation than this? He's like, oh yeah. I said, me too. And that's what make these situations easier. Right. You can work. You can, it. you can manage them, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, trust me. I, I know, man. You know, it's funny you say that I was, uh, like maybe about a month and a half ago, two months ago, I was because you know I stay on the, the Instagram stories, yeah. right? And uh, man, I had a pipe burst in my house, man. I had a pipe burst in my house, and and you know there's water up in there, and you know what I'm saying. And of course, for me, I've been in worse situations. Yeah. I didn't feel good because my kids and my wife were, you know, I mean it was just a bad situation. Yeah, and I was thinking about that, but but honestly, I was like, damn, you know, you know, because we choose what we want to put out there to the world. Yeah. And I'm always trying to be positive and yeah. stuff like that. But I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna be real with people. Then, I mean, this is part of my story. It's this part is of going story, on with me right now, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. If, if you, one thing that people tell me, people I know and people I don't know, people who email me on the podcast, they be like, "Hey, man, you are the next whoever. Yeah, you gonna make it. You even told me you be like, "Hey, you listen to an episode that even you not on, and you'll be like, "Hey, that's a good episode, man. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. You're going somewhere. You're gonna be big one day." I say those stories like I just told about being in the negative 128. I am no longer there. Yeah, but uh, lesson learned. But it's one of those stories that, you know what, when I get to that point, people will be like, I remember him telling this story, yes. you know, like an old rap lyric, because I've been telling you the truth uh-huh. all this time. I'm not afraid to tell the truth, bro. And then not to be funny, me telling that little truth made you tell me a little truth about, you know, whatever happened yeah. at, with, at your house. Mm-hmm. And you know what else it does? It has people emailing me telling me their truth. Bro, if I can't, I'm telling you like this, if I can't be transparent on this podcast, how the fuck do I expect other people to come on here? Oh, no. You, you, and I always tell you, y'all be laughing at me, but I appreciate that. And I think people who listen appreciate the transparency yeah. because it does take courage to share. You know, it's easy to get up in here because you obviously have a voice. Yeah. You have a listenership and people hear what you say. So you can easily just, you know, you can, and, and no, no disrespect to Joel Osteen. Yeah. But you can do the Joel Osteen thing and always Joel. smile and talk about how great things Joel. are. You can do that stuff. Joel. But you don't. You're giving them real. <laughs> Joel. <laughs> Yes, Shout brother, out to Joel Osteen. brother Frank Minicon, <laughs> God is going to give you your blessing. You're going to have a better day tomorrow. Tomorrow, you may go outside and walk over to the mailbox and check your mail. Check and you know what? God is going to place a check. Not because he, he didn't tell me. He's going to tell you. Preach. When you wake up in the morning, believe in God. Everything will be all right. It doesn't matter that you just gave me $120 in tithes and I took your last dollar. <laughs> You're going to be all right. That's right. Joel Osteen. The church say amen. <laughs> amen. God damn it. So, he I want to hold on. He said amen. God, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so real on this podcast. So, you know, <clears throat> we were talking the other day. You haven't been watching Insecure, but mm. people in our group, me, have been watching Insecure. Yes. Um, so you heard about the episode where Issa Rae was giving Daniel head mm-hmm. and he came in her face. Right. And she went berserk. Berserk. 
So you got a lot of women. The question was, <laughs> is it disrespectful to come in a woman's face or in her mouth without... <laughs> Now, this is the thing. A lot of people were asking this question, mm -hmm. but they weren't saying if you've been warned. Because, mm -hmm. see, Daniel told her. That's a warning. He was like, I'm getting ready to come. Mm -hmm. And she bobbed like three more times. <laughs> if a nigga tell you he getting ready to come, you got maybe a second. Split sex. I split to get up and to bob and come off that thing and, and just start split. stroking it until it all oozes out. And if, and if, no. you, and if you're a good girl... You'll struggle till it's done oozing out. You'll go ahead and wipe the tip mm -hmm. off of it mm -hmm. and you'll suck on it a little yeah, bit, my wife. If you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, Listen. I've been trying to tell these people. You got suck me from soft to hard and back to soft. Wake the baby up. Listen, man. Play with the baby. Okay. Put the baby back to sleep. This is what I'm saying, man. And I love women. Hey, right? man. And I'm telling you, in my opinion, women got all the control, all right? Hey, they there's, do. There's no more position in sex. Where a woman has, other than when she ride, more control is this when she giving head, right? Tell you, man. So you have the control. If you don't, okay, let's set the rules. Now it's disrespectful if you say, "Nigga, don't come in my hair," and I do it anyway. Yeah, that's I, disrespectful. I, yeah, that's disrespectful because I'm like, I don't want to do anything. I'm scared personally yeah. to do anything sexual to a woman that she has told me she does not want to. But do. see, they didn't even have that conversation because right, soon as she came saying. in, yeah. Soon as she, she came in, she was kind of looking at him, and he was looking at her like, right. "What?" Wasn't he looking at her like, kind of like, "What?" And then she just came on okay. to him, started kissing him, right. and he was like, "Oh, what's going on?" And she was like, "Take your pants down." No discussion. No discussion. And she just pushed him down on the couch, started bobbing on okay, that motherfucker. No. Okay, okay. And that's okay, why just... when he said, when he said, when he nutted, he was like, "Shit, I thought you was with it." He was like, "You was on some different stuff tonight." Well, set me up. So, and of course, I don't watch. So, I mean, these people have had sex before. They used to that. be. They used to be in a relationship, and used they have. Be. Yeah, okay. and they've been having sex ever since Issa Rae and her current boyfriend broke up. Okay. So. So, and it's, see, and that's the thing, and that, which, which is to me the beauty about sex, especially when it's spontaneous like that. Now, don't start making rules and shit like that. If it's if it's gonna be spontaneous, I didn't ask you to to, to get on this dick. You know, what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying. If you're gonna do that, I got I love that. It's beautiful. Um, just take everything that comes with that. Take everything, and then you got, and then the brother gave it a warning. He too. gave her a warning. He bro. gave it a warning. But so, every so, time I listen to a radio show that. or don't I hear, it, man. or I read people, can you give you're me a mood? You're killing the mood. When I hear people talk about it on social media, all, every woman on there is like, yeah, it's disrespectful Stop. to nut in a girl's face without saying anything. And I'm like, without they saying keep missing the part where this nigga said, I'm about to come. Because when he said I'm about to Any come. Any nigga knows who fuck with a black girl that black, most black women do not swallow. Yeah. Maybe it's a thing in the South or whatever, but they don't. And I don't mind that. Like me, I like it sloppy. I don't, you don't get swallowed. That's too clean. Unless we're in a staircase or something like that and somebody comes and, and you got to get take care of that. Right, take care of that. And then spit it out Whatever you want to do later But Because that actually Happened to me one time Shout outs to Rhode Island girls um, <laughs> But uh, Yeah daddy was coming In the door I was like Yo what you gonna do with yeah. it And she, she had to Swallow that had shit Take that thing for right. the team But see my, my thing is Personally Hey man I wanna see my kids You know this already yeah. I wanna see them man You know what I mean like, I, I'm not gonna Bust it on your face yeah. But you know Put it to the side Or whatever you need to do I don't wanna see my I man I want them to hit it No I wanna see The best boys. thing a girl Can do in giving me head If it's coming Is when I'm saying I'm about to come Hit that bitch to the back of your throat. Do what you gonna if do. you don't want to taste it, hit it to the back of your throat. Let it just go right down to the esophagus, right. and then continue to suck. So, I'm gonna so be honest with you, bro. Do you watch pornos? I do. Well, I'm gonna send you one. I just saw the best. <laughs> you I, send me one. I'm telling you right now, bro. I just saw this girl give the best blowjob I've ever seen for ten to fifteen minutes. She sucked right through. That nigga came about three times. Oh, see that's that. See, please. You know my famous noise. I was in. A <laughs> 
the pant mission. <laughs> Y'all need a visual to see what this dude pad up. I was trying to get that thing. Oh man, I was trying to get that thing out of there. I was like, this girl is amazing. <laughs> Look at bars and everything. Uh, so I, I wonder mean, if she would have. Did she plan on swallowing? I mean, come on, man. I mean, she didn't swallow. She didn't swallow. That's no. why I got on her face. Yeah, and she got mad. And it was a lot. It was so much saliva. I thought he had already nutted. Right. Oh man, That's wait, what I'm, wait, about. I'm gonna have to. Oh, the, you, wait, are you talking about the podcast? I mean, uh, the porno or the uh, Issa Rae? I mean, uh, Insecure. You talking talk, about? I was talking about the porno. Okay, you know, I was about to say about I need porn, to watch I this show. Away. <laughs> I need to watch Insecure <laughs> if they got saliva. <laughs> but you did see that motherfucker shoot up. Like when yeah. she came up, it was like boom, and it just hit all in the face. Yeah, yeah. Now, now again, if it's if it's situation like that, you did get a warning. So I, I say that now. At that point, it's on yeah. you to make a make an adjustment. Yeah, whatever you're gonna do, it is not disrespectful to do anything. Especially if you give a warning. To me, it's disrespectful if you I, do I, something that the girl But you know what? I ain't really got a nut on nobody's face, man. That ain't, I don't have to. Yeah, no. no. That ain't, that I, ain't I'm t- I can't tell you that that's something that I've done in the last decade. I yeah. can't tell you that. Because I, again, now, I have nutted in the girl's hand before, and she massaged it in her face right in and there while I was there. Right there? Yeah, right there. Oh, I moisturized. I was like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look. Okay. <laughs> you need to see my face right now. Right. You want to come back? When you come <laughs> back? <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> So I was like yeah But for me I don't think Coming in a woman's face Is disrespectful If you prep her And tell her You're coming Which he did I agree How important is it To select a woman Who takes care of your needs And not just your wants Well I mean That's critical Because that has Staying power In a relationship Yeah You know what I mean We're gonna get What we want regardless True But we ain't always Gonna get what we need So when you got a person That takes care of What you need In a relationship Because again That is what's gonna that's going to be the lasting thing. That's going to yeah. last much longer than because well, I'm going to want a redhead today and tomorrow I'm going to want uh, a girl with an afro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so do you <laughs> feel like your needs are compromisable? I don't feel like needs are compromisable. What, Wants, what, what kind of me, needs are we talking about? I mean, sexual, uh, financial. You know what I'm saying? You may want somebody to you need them to be financially okay on their own. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. not that's non-negotiable. Yeah. You're not messing with bitches making less than thirty thousand or forty or fifty thousand right. dollars, sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, well, I see. Like again, for me, I don't give a fuck how fine a girl is. I would not date a girl who's working at the mall. You know, that's interesting you say that, man. Because I I've smash. Always, I've always, yeah, I've smashed. Yeah, there's levels to yeah, this shit. Yeah, I'm not going to be in no shit. serious relationship with would you. you. Would you blaze a chick that work at like churches or something? If she fine enough. Because <laughs> I've been thinking, yo, you so fine while you working at churches. Yeah, yeah. Not that that has anything to do with it, but that's just what goes on in my head. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't eat at churches. I'm prefer- I mean, it was. Popeyes, I, yeah, I say, yeah. Popeyes is more my thing, but you know the fucking funny thing about Popeyes? Only fat Hispanic women work at Popeyes. I noticed that. It's like, and I'm like, so nah, I ain't gonna do that. With no that. matter where I go, like yeah. no matter what neighborhood. I, you know, but I would fuck with a fat girl. I mean, I can't say I would fuck a fat girl because fat, fat to me is meaning it's only two things you can do. You can kind of lay on my lap and give me some head, or you're gonna have to lay somewhere because yeah. you're not getting on top of me. Nah, so yeah. for me, I, I mean, if I can put like a James Brown cape around them and I can get some head from them, why not? And yeah. James Brown cape is the cover of their bodies. Nothing right. against big girls, but I don't want to see ain't all that shit. Take clothes off. Yeah, to do, keep to all your clothes head. on. That's why yeah, I said, put the James Brown cape on. around you. Give me some head. I'm cool. <laughs> Give me some head. Yeah, I told that story on the podcast before. I got head from a full figure woman, and uh, she was a little bit bigger than full figure. I was being modest, okay. but she gave me some head and literally sucked the sheets right up in my ass. Very good, very good. Hey, look at whatever. But you I could do not well, smash, bro. Huh? I nah, could not. No, nah, well, no, no, no. Well, I think that when it comes to when it comes to having sex. 
Before you even say that, this is a key thing that people need to know. I wasn't on hard times when I messed with her. I just like to try different shit. Right. And and, and you proceed. blessed her that yeah. day. You proceed. blessed her that day. Yeah. I, I guarantee you her self-esteem went up by giving you a head. Proceed. Because <laughs> I just want people to be like, damn, that nigga must have been on a hard time. And, you know, niggas would be like, yeah, I was on hard. No. Nah. I got, she, nah. she had a pretty face. She was pretty. She wasn't real sloppy. Mm-hmm. But I just still didn't want to go that route. And if you pretty, if you got a pretty face... Um, you can get some head. Yeah. Or you can give some head. You can I'm give some you, head. I'm going to let you do that. Yeah. But, you know, the thing about sex is that, 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 that clearly we have sex for different reasons. Yeah. Most guys have sex with girls because of a physical attraction. Yes. You know, so if you are the type of person that likes full-figured women, then, then you know, full-figured women are going to attract you. You're going to mm-hmm. be able to have sex with those people. Some people, you know, like I, I don't like skinny chicks. You know, I just, I'm not a skinny guy. And I don't like to see bones and stuff like that. It don't yeah. mean that there's not attractive skinny chicks. It's just not my preference. I'll fuck a skinny chick, but as long as I, I don't want to see the bone in your ass. Right. Now, if it's a bone in your dimple. ass. <laughs> <laughs> the dimple above the above the booty, like in the back. Uh, I don't want to see, wanna see uh, any bone, though. I don't want to uh, see. Listen, I don't want to see your fucking skeleton <laughs> yeah, on your so back. I don't, fucking bro. bend over and shit. I did smash, I a, I did smash a petite chick, though, one time, bro. Put, that was probably the tightest piece of pussy I ever but, been but in. But petite is different than skinny. No, she was. You mean she was like skinny? Yeah. She wasn't like bones in the ass skinny, but it was like you know if you if a girl bent over and you don't see a, a rump, you mm-hmm. can see like the little point. She all cat. Yeah. She was all cat. Yeah. <laughs> <Rump>. <laughs> she had a long one. Yeah, yeah bro. That was the, the tightest the thing. I was like, my god, <laughs> this thing is tight. It was like I felt my shit being jerked when right. I was doing. Oh, she, she had some a, hands. Yeah, in it was mouth. amazing. <laughs> But she was just too man. She was too skinny, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Too skinny. She was too skinny. That I, I was like, yeah, I can't even take her in public. She was too skinny. See, that's that's. We need to get you a couple steak dinners. You know, Got it. there was man. There was some chicks, man, back in the day when I was in uh, like high school, like ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was like I'm telling you, man. There's something in the water. Like four chicks, five chicks, six chicks in my class got pregnant, man. And uh, and one chick, man, she was skinny. When she got pregnant, bro, she was so fine, man. Some girls look good with weight on them, mm-hmm. you know. Some girls look good with weight on them. Yeah, like, I, I don't mind that. On the opposite, like, like uh, oh, like say something like Kelly Price. Kelly Price, the skinny Kelly Price, I was not attractive nah, to me. The I like big the Kelly Price yeah. was very attractive yeah. to me, you know. That's how I was about Miss Parker. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah from yeah. the Parkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her real name? Monique. Monique, yeah, yeah. yeah th- when she got skinny, I was like, nah, I want that. I want that fluffy roll. Yeah, she good, man. man. She do. So, like, my my perfect example, Missy Elliott. Yeah, I like she, Missy. I love Missy regardless, but when she yeah, got she too skinny, pussy though. yeah, yeah. No. Uh, when she, she got too skinny, I just did mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, she probably did. Ooh. That because them lips never got skinny. My lips never got skinny. I don't know. I don't know what the hell she said. But yeah, man. So I was supposed to go to this. Uh, I was supposed to go to this uh, vision board party the other mm-hmm. night, but I couldn't make it. So Artizi came back and she was telling me some stories that had happened at the party. Okay. And it was one girl who was talking about, uh, she was talking about guys that she had messed with. Uh-huh. And wh- what did she say? She was basically saying, like, the guy, like, she know guys who don't clean their asshole because they think it's gay to, like, like poke the finger up in it and, like, push back on it and clean oh, it. Yeah, yeah. And I was, and, and when I heard that, I was like, what kind of niggas is out in these streets that ain't? Cleaning streaks in your drawers. It's things that you have to clean as a man, as a woman too. But as a man, make sure you got to clean behind your ears. Oh yeah, your navel, your asshole, and your dick. Your asshole being the number one, bro. Yeah, I mean, and I'm talking soapy. I'm talking soapy, soapy. Listen, spend time down there. 
Spend time there. I push back man I don't put my finger in my ass But I push back I don't want no extra I push back saying? man Heck yeah I, I, I mean if you If a girl the, the thing about it is When you allowing a girl To suck your dick And lick all around down there I mean Niggas is lying If they say the girl Come up and they kiss They don't kiss the girl In the mouth Oh yeah Now see Yeah see And, and, it's and funny, you smell but you yourself really that question. Yeah that's what I'm saying And you smell you know? yourself On them Yeah Last thing I want to smell Is ass Nah I don't want to Cause that, that got me thinking like Damn, what is she thinking of me? You know what I mean? Some girls okay with that. I know niggas. No, I, yeah, I know yeah. niggas who got the stinkiest goddamn breath I've ever fucking smelled. <laughs> and, and they're married Hella and they're in relationships. And I'm like, do they not smell this shit? And yeah. how do you kiss somebody with bad breath? Bro, I broke up with a chick and didn't even blaze her because she had bad breath. I'm telling you, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. She was great. We were great friends. Yeah. But when I got close to the mouth, I was like, fuck. Artesia <laughs> took a nap one day. <laughs> You know, like a little thirty-minute nap. <laughs> Took like a little thirty-minute nap, bro. We and she got up and she was talking to me as she pushed the pillow over here. And she was talking to me and she got ready to kiss me. I said, No, 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 no. We not, we, we not gonna, we, you, I'm anal, bro. You're not gonna get do that. You gonna, game, you gonna go get some gum or you gonna go brush your teeth? Because the only thing that smells cheek, worse than morning breath is that nap breath. <laughs> you take a nap or you just sit there with your mouth closed for like ten Look, minutes and you ain't saying shit. Exactly. And you oh, open you your mouth and your shit smell like bad teeth. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Uh, and she like, and she just looked at me like, really? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, for real. For yeah, real. that that that's a real turn off. That's like having Gretel in your eyes, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? it's like, bad on, business. Baby. You can't, girls can't do that. But she was talking about how she used to, you nails. know, she giving head to these guys and they ain't clean like that. And I'm like, how are you sucking dick? And it ain't, and it smell like shit. Oh no, man. Now if it smell like Standards, sweat, that's man. different. If it smell like shit, yeah, that's a problem. Sweat is different. Yeah, I don't have plenty of chicks want to. Want to get on it after practice? I, that's what I'm saying. Like I, like, okay. I just said that same shit, bro. I said that I was like, I fucked with this white girl Ooh. in high school that, like, literally after football practice, she'd be like, "Do not shower, come straight over here." Smell like manhood, I guess. You know, it's something, but it is a. I mean, cause you got people out there who like getting shit on and pissed on and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, and some people just like like I'm. I'm man, a freaking motherfucker, but I ain't eating yeah. no shit. Now some some women, some women that I have dealt with. They really like sweat You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like Maybe not the smell of it yeah. But like they Like when I You know walking around You got sweat on your forehead yeah. like, Oh my god Frank Let me get that <laughs> Like what <laughs> Let me take Look, care of it work man What are you doing <laughs> I can get it Some women some. I mean some women Are attracted by different things Cause yeah. like I said When I look at a woman I'm telling you I can You can put We could bring up a thing uh, A picture of women A panel I could look at each one of them bro And tell them what I want to do with them mm-hmm. From junk yeah. We know what we want. We know what we, we need do. to do. We know what Always. we want to do. Especially just, at this time. You know, you, we've, you we've, know. we've had experience. You know. We know what we like and what we want. Nah, I can't do that. And that's the other thing that jumped out to me on uh, Insecure too, man, going back to that was like, you know, I forgot what episode it was, but it's the the it's a couple on there. They're like a perfect couple. And she was asking the girls, these black chicks, she was like, Do y'all swallow? And all of them was like, Hell no. Nah. And she made a reference a statement to where she said, um, that's the reason why black men date white women. It's yeah. not because white women are better than go black outside women. Of our yeah, go outside of our races yeah. because other uh, there's not they, a lot of people are more ambitious when it comes to sex, mm-hmm. and they're open minded, not right. ambitious, but they're more like open minded, and they throw their inhibitions to the wind, and they just right. do what they want to do sexually. And it's like with black women, it's like it, it's like pulling teeth to get some nasty shit. Yeah, it's it's it it definitely takes, in my experience. Like when I've had like a porno chick yeah. who was black, yeah. it was a surprise. Like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is different. 
because most of the time it takes a little bit longer to, to for them to get comfortable. I don't know what that's if that's just a. I need somebody sending me a text you know message like I need that dick in my mouth tonight, Dad. Right now, I need somebody text me that. <laughs> that's what you got to be doing. I don't need that right now. Unless yeah, you know what I'm saying, but it's, it's it's like you gotta be nasty, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm talking black women in the South, Whoa. in Dallas, Bible Belt. I'm telling you, man, please, your man, man. They out there though. They out there. They out there. They are out there. It's a different. But day. you know one thing I've learned too about a lot of women, not even just black women, a lot of women. Period. A lot of women who you know how niggas be talking noise about like I put it down, I do this. Mm-hmm. A lot of women do that talking shit too, and they don't. They don't been with a handful of niggas, and they think because one nigga they done made nut or he liked the pussy, they think they shit is for real. Yeah, I've met a lot of boo boo dookie girls, vagina, not the smell, but like they were on the scale yeah. of one to ten. They was probably they. I mean, it was hurting for Did a they two. get to find oh, a two, bro. Oh my, that's dead fish shit. Like that, 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 like that, getting on top of the dick and not moving or moving back and forth and not like having no, no ride yeah, motion, no, mo- no rhythm. In yeah, no rhythm in that shit. Yeah, like, or giving head and the head is basic. Like if it ain't wet, it's whack. If you sucking just on the tip of that motherfucker, whack. Right. If you ain't fucking with the balls, whack. If the taint don't feel fingers, whack. Come on now, yeah. Let's 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 be a little bit more open and free. With this this act that God has put us here to do, man, can I choke you a little bit? <laughs> can I get? Can I please put my hands around your neck? Look, that might now see again something like that. They gonna have to warm up to that. They gonna have to get nah, comfortable, man. I should saying, be because look at listen. I'm you, know, you, man. you know, you know that that when it, okay, so individual like mm-hmm. you who who understands choking, you understand what that does to the to the to the sensation and the orgasm. Yeah. But other people who are not aware of that, yeah. they just think, oh, this nigga's trying to choke me yeah. and shit. You know, he trying to yeah. do a rape shit. Like you know, you know niggas be like, man, nah, I ain't let no girl lick my ass, man. I'm telling you, I had my when I got my ass licked the first time, I was like, hey, what's going on around here? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. This is different. Hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah. It, I mean, it takes some getting used it to. It takes man. some getting used it to. Does, it and does. And the only thing I'm gonna tell you the, the hardest part about ass eating as a man, we thinking about the position in which we're in uh-huh. to get that. Yeah. Are you laying on your stomach? Are you laying, yeah. Are you, you on your knees bent over? <laughs> there's so, a lot of hangups. There's there. a lot of you. So you like, man, this position. You know, how's that gonna look? But you know what? I, I don't give a fuck if a nigga be like, man, you gay. Fuck, I don't give a fuck what You're you right. think about well, me. Well, if you ain't trying to fuck, then yeah. we all right. <laughs> you ain't in your girl's booty. Right. What? Huh? Now, look, there's nothing on a woman that I won't. Hey, I'm telling you, as long touch. as it's clean. Yeah, I had a chicken in college, man, and and she. I mean, she was so fucking clean, man. She made me want to eat every hole because she was just so clean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I felt, I've had to, I had respect God, for her. Cleanliness. She had God's protection, man. She was, man. She was perfect, man. She was perfect. So that's how I feel about Amber Rose. I'd be like, if Amber Rose ever, you know, now, nah, nah, maybe not after Twenty One Savage. I can't go after Twenty One Savage, man. I, uh, she gonna have to have a grace period. Yeah, first. she gotta have a grace period, bro. <laughs> I need to forget about that nigga before. But it was a point in time where I was like, yeah, man, yeah. Yeah. I, or like when I see a, a black woman and like she just glowing and her skin just chocolate or car- yeah. caramel, whatever, and it's like, mm, yeah, they just you know they sexy just, when they not trying. Yes, to be, man. You know, they, they, I mean, and just the way they move. Unfortunately for us, we're man and we're visual and we have eyes. And when I see you, you know, it's 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 hard to give a, a woman who is sexy a compliment about her sexuality. Yeah, because. I, I don't know. It seems like their minds go somewhere else. I'm like, just take it. I don't mean just I'm trying to fuck. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just giving you a compliment. And yes, sex is on my mind because you're sexy. It is what it is. And what the fuck just am I supposed to think? 
Ain't like they don't look at dick prints. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Arms I, and I seen the post the other day talking about it's time for fucking uh, jogging pants. Great, yeah, great, great jogging pants. <laughs> Tell you, man, women women just as bad as men. <laughs> it just it, we just seem like creepers when we do the shit. I know, like man. they could do that shit, and we kind of like okay. Yeah. I was talking to one of my homegirls the other day, and I was like, "Have you ever been so aggressive with a guy to where it just made him uncomfortable? Like literally going and be like, hey, put on your pants. I'm just put this dick in my mouth.' <laughs> I'm like what? I remember I was fucking with this white girl when I used to fuck around. I ain't man, boy. I ain't been with white girls in a long time. It's <laughs> been a minute. But I remember when I was fucking around with this one white chick, bro. I came in one time and I was like, pull your pants down. And she's like, what? I said, pull your pants down, come to the end of the bed. And she's like, what? I was like, I'm going to eat this, man. I'm going to eat this box. Bro, she was blushing and so thrown off by the shit <laughs> because people don't know how to take somebody telling them what they want from them. Right. In that moment And some people Love, love that, that shit. shit Yeah they love that control Like I mean Guys and girls Some guys love to be controlled Cause we're always in control yeah, For the most part That's what I'm and saying We just do. like to relinquish that That's why I always talk yeah. about Like them fortune 500 owners And shit That's why they do that Dominatrix shit And be wearing oh, pampers yeah, And big ass diapers And right. baby teethers And shit at all a gr- Because shit. they wanna just Relinquish all the right mm-hmm. And uh, strength that they have For those moments Right when they get in that bedroom yeah. They wanna lose control Cause in their regular job They telling everybody What yeah, to do Exactly Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean all part of the psychology of it, man. If you, if you haven't seen Billions, you need to watch Billions. Oh, no, I know. You I, know? I watch it. So yeah, that's I, I was show. like, I would love to have that to where I'm like, hey, baby, uh, I need to take this uh, fucking thing up a notch tonight. Right. Can I go see uh, Madam whoever? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah yes. he get permission, too. Yeah. That's what I love about that. He and, get that and that other woman will not fuck him if she ain't got a phone call saying, I'm right. okay with this and this is authorized for you to fuck my husband tonight. Right, right. That's the, I mean, when I seen that at first, I'm like, she burning that nigga with a cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> But see, the only thing, see, if you're going to burn me with a cigarette, I need somebody sucking my dick while that's happening. I why need to be like, happening? I need it to be like the girl giving me head. And I'm like, oh, oh, uh, uh, right. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's that pleasure pain shit. I got to have it. You ain't going to just burn me with no fucking well, cigarette. Yeah, now, see, I, I, don't, I ain't never done the cigarette thing, but I've been burned with a little wax, you know, candle. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. it's different. Yeah. And then then pierce the skin. You know what I mean? You got to fuck up some shit sometimes, man. Sometimes you just got to fuck some shit up, man. You really do. You got to, bro. And it's best best to do that. It's best to kind of keep. That's the funny thing about, you know, being in a a relationship that I've noticed is that, um, you know, we, we strive for. For, for the routine yeah. You know what I mean But but when you get the routine It really does have A negative effect On the relationship Because yeah. people love that Unknown That spontaneous yeah, you got shit. to man The shit you're doing When you, when, when you just date They like random shit yeah, Of course And, me, and yeah. that's the thing That I, gotta, I think women Need to understand too Just like women Like to hear They're beautiful And they're attractive And you know A man wants them around Or whatever Men need to hear that too yes. We may not voice it You know Because that's just An emotional thing We're not good With emotions all the time But it's like Men need those same things Right The same ego strokes You need we need those same things. I hate when I hear women being like, I ain't going to stroke no man ego. He ought to feel like, and it's like, right. bitch, you dumb. Shut the fuck up. Next. Right. Yeah, and, because, and a man does feel, I mean, we, we yeah. by nature, we, we are men, so we're confident and we feel a certain way about yeah. ourselves. It does not hurt to have somebody else uh, appreciate and observe those same things. We got too us. many people writing books and shit saying women can do what men can do mm-hmm. and all of that shit. And, and that's and, fine. And that, that is totally fine. Yeah. But I don't think we need to keep switching up these gender roles yeah. to where people are confused and feel like they don't got to do nothing in a relationship if they don't want to have to do nothing right. but you still want something from somebody else. Exactly. Nah man, relationships are give and take. Give sometimes, and take. You, sometimes it's going to be give, give uh-huh. in hopes that the reciprocity you'll get it on the back reciprocity. end. Reciprocity. Yeah, I love that word. And the thing is, too, is when you talk about give and take, 
you know, sometimes you got to give what you want. Exactly. You know I mean? So when you give it, it's almost like you're communicating to your person that, hey, this is what I like. This yeah. is what I enjoy. So I'm trying to get that back. You don't give it because of that, but yeah. that's part of the communication. Man, they got to be some balance, man. I just think yeah. a lot of the shit, like I was telling you before we got on the podcast, where I was reading this uh, post in this group I'm on on Facebook, and the, the question was posed, if you've been married for 45 years and he cheats after 45 years, would you leave or stay? And the consensus, if it was 30 women responding, I swear at least 28 was like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And then they start jumping to conclusions off that one statement saying, well, that was just the one time he got caught. But you telling me you going for 45 years, 365 days of those 45 years, this nigga was faithful. And the one time he fuck up for, we don't even know the reason because she didn't, she didn't put it in the context. She just gave us a question. Mm -hmm. We create our own context of what we, Which you know, what do. we've been through or whatever mm -hmm. else. 45 years they were, I'm not throwing that around No I'm you not, can't and if, then the if, thing if, is, if I'm married 45 years And my, I find out my girl Fucking somebody Or sucking dick I'm gonna be honest with you Even if they've been Having an affair For a few years If it was 45 years And they've been doing it Three of those 45 years It would still be tough But I gotta really Think about this thing man Yeah man I mean cause it's, When you talk about uh, A relationship Any relationship That you're with somebody For 45 years Yeah um, You know <laughs> There's so much more to it Than just sex Sexual acts you know what I mean? Like you mean you mean to tell me that you done built a life with this person for four decades and a half, and you gonna throw it away because of a decision that he made that didn't involve you? No, and what I'm did not, I? And I'm what not did I do? It. I'm and just saying. There's I want to know what did I? And I would have wanted to know what did I do to make you go? Yeah, that's what I want to know. As as as, as 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 a lot of women, when a lot of women will say, "Well, it don't matter why he went." I'm a yeah, man, and matters. I'm saying I still want to know what did what happened. Yeah. What did I not do? Even if you maybe maybe I felt like you didn't talk to me, and mm -hmm. maybe you did talk to me, and I forgot it because it wasn't that important to me. Mm -hmm. But now that you're cheating, it is right. Right. And then, what did I do? And, and it's good to know that because, and it's only well, I say this is only good to know that if you want to continue in the relationship. Exactly. Because if you don't, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, because if you say in 45 years I'm gonna throw it all away, that means you was ready to go. 30 years ago Clearly you know If it's saying? that easy Just to get rid just of Just like that Come nah. on now Just like that But I hear that And I'm like Man nah. This is my whole thing So many people Want to be in relationships Like cuffing season Is upon us mm -hmm. And yeah, Winter time's coming You got And the thing about <laughs> it is Women This is the thing I want women to stop doing Stop playing the fucking victim man Yeah Y'all out here Fucking niggas Just like niggas Fucking girls mm -hmm. Y'all out here Lying for food Y'all out here Lying to get bills paid mm -hmm. Y'all out here lying saying you ain't slept with nobody else when you sleeping with somebody else. Y'all out here lying saying y'all care about people more than you actually do just to get something out of it. Right. You are lying to yourself about being with people and staying with them longer than you really wanted to or feel like you should. Stop fucking lying to y'all selves. Yeah. Stop putting all this goddamn blame on men for y'all pain, y'all sorrow. Some of it is the blame, but at some point, if you keep getting a whole bunch of fucked up niggas in your life, then you need to look at yourself and say, what do I lack? Yeah, it's it's a two way street, man. It's a two way street. In any Men take we, too much blame, and yeah. I, I'm fighting back. My goddamn it! No, you got to. We got we got to stand up. You for can't our keep brothers, taking you know this shit. Like, you can't keep putting this just, shit on. Like us. we said earlier, just own your shit. You know what I mean? Like just be real with yourself. Even if you ain't real with nobody else, be, be real with yourself, and don't give out all these excuses as the reasons why men ain't shit and all that. When you know you ain't shit. True. You know, uh, just figuratively speaking. Yeah. No. You know, you're doing some things. You're lacking yeah. in some areas. We all are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. When I'm having a conversation with somebody like that. You know, you're talking about all the things I'm not doing and all that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't try to say, I'm not trying to deflect the conversation. Yeah. Let's talk about all these things that you're talking about, and, and I'm going to own that. Now, 
let's talk about the other half of this yeah. and, and the things that you're doing and the things that you're not doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's just have the conversation since we on topic. We got to have it, man. No? We got to have it. All right, man. We done wrapped this. We got to wrap this motherfucker up, man. Um, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I'm hanging on for dear life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Alright man Be sure to keep up With all things The reality is By going to www.therealityis.com Also follow us At The Reality Is On Twitter Instagram Anchor And Facebook You can listen to Previous podcasts On Apple Podcasts Stitcher Radio Google Play SoundCloud Player.fm And listen notes And more If you'd like to be A guest on the show Or would like us To answer some of your Questions from our perspective Be sure to email us At info at Therealityis.com That's T-H-A The Reality Is Or call and leave us A message at 469 519681 and we'll be sure to answer your questions on the upcoming episodes. Before we go though, where can they find you on social media, Frank, and what y'all got coming up next with Melanin Origins? Well, what you can find us at uh, melaninorigins.com. We got a website, we got some children's books. You can find us on all social media at Melanin Origins. And uh, right now, you know, we've really been focusing on doing the project management piece where we're bringing other authors and, and bringing their works to life. Yeah. And that's really been taking off. There's a lot of people out there. Who have a book in them that, yeah. that would love to write a, a children's book? Some people already have the book and the illustrations. Some people just have the idea. Yeah. And we've really been able to establish a lane to get their works out, and, and it's it's been a great response. Yeah. So if you if you definitely have a book or you got something that you're thinking about, check out the website, check out the project management tab, and, and see what what offices I mean uh, what services we can offer you. Yeah. You could also catch me on Instagram at the Black Ghost seventy five. Yeah. B L K G H S T. Underscore 75 right. And uh, keep up with everything we don't Now before we go too man Do you have some favorite podcasts you like to listen to? You know what Well it's gonna sound funny But I love listening to your podcast uh-huh. of course um, You introduced me to the Talking Greasy folks So I've been, I've been keeping up with them as well also listen to, um, of course, I listen to The Breakfast Club when I get an opportunity to. Yeah. I got some friends in Rhode Island, um, my boy Dale Cover, um, What the Deal, What the Deal. He's like a comedian. Yeah. And, and they do they do different things. They go to different restaurants, do reviews. They talk about some of the same social issues that we talk about. And uh, so I listen to them as well. I try to listen to the people that I actually know and try yeah. to support them. Yeah. Um, but there's so many out there. It is a lot. I'm really trying to get into the Dallas ones yeah. that you've been talking about and support them as well. All right. Well, I wanted to give a shout out to a few of my favorite podcasts. Uh, one of them is Death, Sex, and Money. I don't even have a list. I had a list before, but I forgot. Death, Sex, and Money with Anna Cell. I think she's on WNYC, mm-hmm. and she talks about like death, sex, and money, mm-hmm. like which are the big, three big things Huge. that humans and adults worry about. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she interviews anybody from regular people like me and you to you know famous people. But that's a good one. Um, podcast. I mean, affirmation podcast with. I think her name is Jennifer Chung mm-hmm. or Jennifer Ung. That's a good one because it's basically she puts out like an episode pretty much every other day where it's something to help you meditate mm-hmm. or give you positive energy to start your day. I like those. Okay. Um, the homie from uh, Texas County, Arkansas, Rod Wayne, man, he got the popular Nobody Podcast. It's on Apple Podcast. Check him out. Um, okay. I definitely like DJ Envy and uh, Gia Casey. They got the Casey crew. Mm-hmm. And then my last one was uh, Jason and Richard Gray, the guys I interviewed for Cars for the Culture. Okay. Um, they have a podcast called The Gray Area Podcast. The Gray Area. Yeah. I so man Shout out to them man And shout out to Jason man Especially uh, Big time man They making big moves With their trivia games man 
Um, they were on Brilliant Idiots podcast a couple of weeks ago with Charlemagne the God. Mm-hmm. I think Charlemagne the God is uh, working with him behind the scenes to promote. And it's funny because he's doing big things right now. And I met with him that one time, bro. But it's like since then, it's just been all up between mm-hmm. uh, me and him. Like he always promoting the podcast and shit like that. And I'm like, bro, you ain't you you too you so busy. But he take out time, you know right. what I'm saying, to do that. Mm-hmm. I also want to give a shout-out to my homeboy, man, Larry Yates, Elbow Dean, man. He always creates the instrumentals, the new intro that you guys heard um, on the intro before the podcast started. He edited it. He came up with the music. I sent him some snippets. And and the one thing I love about this dude, man, when I, I went to him and I said, hey, Larry, I was getting ready to create a new instrumental for the podcast, I mean, a new theme song for the podcast, and I was like, I, I just you know what I didn't I don't feel like doing it I was like but I got the clips and things that I want mm-hmm. can I send these to you and you find a beat for me and possibly put it together and he was like yeah now mind you I like things when I ask somebody for something I want them mm-hmm. like then just so. I want to know when it's coming but when I sent him that he was like yeah shoot me the shit over bro shoot it in the email he's like and uh, I'm about to go make a run real quick and I'll come back I'll work on it I have it to you by tomorrow nice. and I was like hey bro I'm on a hiatus from the podcast so you got like two weeks to do this if you need to the next day, bro. Next day. The next that's day. How, the only that's how thing, you do business. And, and, I, and the only thing that I had to ask him to do, he won't let he he won't let me pay him, bro. It's just what he does. He won't let me pay him. But I told but he, no, he charged other people. But I was like, bro, why me? And he's like, I see what you're doing. I respect what you're doing. <laughs> you know, he's like, you've been because we went to high school together. He's like, you've been a real dude since high school. I got you. Yeah. And that's, that, that. yeah, and that's why I always got to get it. Yeah, and that's why I say I always got to get that nigga a shout out. Shout out again to my homeboy Larry Yates, man. Boating Beats. Uh, it's L Bodeen, L B O D E A N on Instagram. If you need some beats, man, hit him up. Uh, it will not be free of charge. You are not <laughs> me, as we established at the beginning of this podcast, man. Frank, you know what I'm saying? So. Keep on doing what you do. Last but not least, man, be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever platform you listen to it, uh, the podcast on. We don't care if it's a good review. We don't care if it's a bad review. We just want to hear from you. And always remember, inhale courage to excel success, man. Y'all be blessed. And we back in this motherfucker. We recording all the way through the end of the year. We got some series <laughs> coming up. Frank left. will be back on. We got some live shows coming up. We got some live panels that's going to be happening, man. And we got some interesting interviews. We're going to be talking about some sex. <laughs> And some more sex And some more sex And some more sex This is fucking season <laughs> Fuck cuffing season cuffing. It's fucking season So we're gonna have A lot of pussy talk On this motherfucker Uh oh <laughs> Pussy talk <laughs> We'll catch y'all next week man Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.